Dr. Tar, where are you? Paging Dr. Tar, paging Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Tartar Sauce Gadfly. Dr. Tar's head. <laughs> and on top of Dr. Tar's head, Bong the Blue Fez. <laughs> oh, fellow inmates. And you're listening to. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I say it? Now you can say it. <laughs> we have reached the new millennium, people, in some people's eyes. In some people's eyes, we haven't yet. We are now out of the 1990s and into the 2000s. Oh, my goodness. Into the 2000s in the history of science fiction in film, radio, and comic books. The future! That's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about films of the 2000s, and we're going to start in the year 2000. Which or at least is, movies. Uh, right. Or mo- Yes, okay, yeah. let me rephrase. At least movies. 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 Some <laughs> films. Some film, but no, most <laughs> Lots movies. of movies. A lot of movies, a lot of movies. And I would like to start out, I just want to open this up to the forum. I'm going to throw this one out there. This is one of my favorite films of the year 2000. Uh, Space Cowboys. Take it away. I remember seeing this movie uh, at the video store where I worked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. I mean, it's got you didn't watch it? No, I watched it. I thought oh, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, the cast alone. I mean, how could you not want to watch these guys? Yes, it has a great um, cast. Yeah, exactly. The cast is great. I don't remember a whole lot about the movie. Other than it's got Clint goddamn Eastwood. Um... Donald Sutherland, you know. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, come on. Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, yeah. James Garner. I yeah, mean, James Garner. Yeah, what, what, a, what a cast. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's and it's just this really weird concept, you know. <laughs> I, you know, these three, whatever they were, ex pilots or something, and they get them together and uh, we gotta go, go fix to fix the this satellite, <laughs> the Soviet satellite. <laughs> Uh, I was, it, was, it was it was mildly interesting. I was just, there's there's my first entry. I, I was just thinking that uh, you guys really haven't seen Space Truckers, have you? Oh, I've <laughs> seen Space Truckers. truckers. I, but that's, yes. You're like Space <laughs> yeah. Cowboys, and I'm like, yeah. they haven't mentioned Dennis Hopper. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, wrong movie. Okay. I made the mistake and saw Space Truckers. Uh, yeah, I thought, oh, this is good, man. That first five minutes, yeah, I'm into it. I'm like, oh, Dennis Hopper, the drug money or something. Yeah, but back to 2000. Um, back to 2000. Yes. Speaking of another uh, movie, um, let's let's. I, I want to talk about Battlefield Earth. Uh, oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. John Travolta, yes. Pepper, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Um, I made the mistake of going to see this in the theater. Now, I had, 
I had the novel, but I'd never read it. I, you know, this is what the phase when I first got it. I, I got it at a Kmart store when I was in my teenage years, and it was like, L. Oh, Ron Hubbard. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of the fake religion, uh, Scientology. Scientology. All oh, religions yeah, are fake. Is, exactly, all religions are fake. Um, this was even better. Um, if you leave from kids, it's like the mafia has a religion. Tell you what, you tell someone about it. The first rule about Scientology, there is no Scientology. Um, anyways, I bought this novel. I'm like, oh my God, it's like 800 pages thick. This is going to be awesome. And I never read it. I'm like, oh, the movie's out. Cool, I'll just watch it. And like, holy fuck me in the ass. This was awful. Just, I, I actually left. I stayed for like 40 minutes. I'm like, oh no, I, I cannot endure this. I mean, seeing John Travolta going, man, animals can, you know, it was just painful <laughs> on every level. Um, just the worst piece of tripe that I'd seen. I'm like, and I went home when I saw it and I threw away Battlefield Earth. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to read this shit. Uh, sorry, it was horrible. The bear. What? And uh, yeah, I love that movie only because of its absurd, its complete absurdity. Like, there's nothing about it that is not crazy. Especially Barry Pepper going, "Oh, this is just a sophisticated uh, jet. I'm gonna fly it. Oh, look at this. Oh yeah, couple bumps, uh, but yeah, I got this shit. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? I mean, yeah, it's just it's nuts. And you know, um. John Travolta was essentially should have been in uh, Kiss. Should have been in the Kiss band. <laughs> Doesn't matter what instrument, just give him an instrument and he's ready to go. He looked like a yeah. Star Trek villain to me. <laughs> he, he, had the, he had the boots. Yeah, he had the boots for it. Yeah. You know, and one of these aliens are seven feet tall. They got these 14 inch platforms, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're re getting ready to hit the runway. Yeah, yeah, just just painful. Um, yeah. well, I might I, I might actually watch Shakes the Clown before I watch Battlefield Earth. Oh, good man! Oh, good on man. the Shakes the Clown scale, Shakes the Clown yeah. to ten. What do you give Battlefield Earth? Negative. Oh, oof, man! Wow, that's a hard question. We've done I, it. it. We've done it. it. Shakes actually went up a notch. Nice. Well, I'm not going to say Shakes is a ten in any scale, uh, unless we're going to like. Into a hundred, yeah, maybe. <laughs> if we're doing a hundred, okay, I'll give Shakes a ten. Or ten. Battlefield, <laughs> Earth, a, a, yeah, Battlefield Earth, a, a, a cool three. Um, yeah, just painful. Right, well, I they, agree. They've got the cell on this as a science fiction movie. Can somebody explain to me how Cell is a science fiction movie with that's D'Onofrio, isn't he? Like just yeah. some whacked yeah. up serial killer. Yeah, Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I remember seeing this movie, and 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 after it was o it, immediately over, I said, "You know, I ought to watch this movie called The Cell." That's how much it impacted me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it again. Another movie yeah. that was rented a lot. I, 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 I remember dis disliking it, and but I I like Vincent D'Onofrio. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, mm -hmm. and, yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and Jennifer Lopez, you know, she's fine. Yep. Vince Vaughn can is he's hit or miss, and this one he's pretty much miss for me. And yeah, just didn't yeah, like I, it. 
I think it's sci-fi just because it had the whole virtual reality sort of it, angle. Kind of, yeah. 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 I, I, that's, yeah. True. Yeah. that's true. I, I remember yeah. watching this, and yeah, I'm with Feather on this one. I was just like, eh, all right, no, there you are. When I, yeah, I saw this in the theater because this was that window of where I went and saw everything at the theater. Like, I would I would be at the movies Friday night, Saturday night, oh, yeah. and Sunday afternoon, you know. Or sometimes Saturday afternoon, Sunday Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon. Uh, and then it got even more when my son, you know, was starting to grow up and we were, you know, I'm like, oh, I've got him all week. So we're just going to go to whatever movie is appropriate and sometimes not so appropriate. <laughs> uh, I took my, uh, what, he was like seven years old. I took him to see uh, Superbad. Right. And uh, about 10 minutes into the uh, movie, I was slinking down to my seat like this, hoping no other parent or any other adult saw me. Because do you remember Superbad, where he they he opens up the the um, lunchbox that has the dick pictures in it? Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so the cell. <laughs> there it is. Speaking there it is. Dick pics. The cell. <laughs> Uh, how about we switch over to Hollow Man, where you can't see the dick pics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might feel them, but you can't see them. Which I thought it was an all right movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'm, you know, The Invisible Man is one of my favorite, you know, yeah. universal horror monsters. So yeah. you start going down this genre. I'm like, OK, this looks pretty good. And, and I remember, again, thinking, OK, I'll give this a try. It's, it's OK. The visual effects were stunning. I mean, it's yeah. like just exactly what you always wanted to see um, in this sort of genre. And it was like, wow, that's really cool. But, you know, it's like, mm, all right. <laughs> all bare open. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't see it. Uh, it was one of those ones where I knew the, the concept. I'd seen bits and pieces of it because they always played it and they always talked about some of the controversial scenes. But, um, yeah, it was never one that I that I got into. But, uh, one that I did get into, uh, too, actually, but I'll just do the one now, um, Escaflone, hmm. or Escaflone, uh, the anime series. Because um, it started off as the, the one I had was a movie, which I think is what referring to here, the... Um, just gorgeous. The animation is really gorgeous. Science fiction, mecha, you know, jets. It was just one of the pretty ones. You know, not all the anime at this time was, you know, looked pretty. But this was an anime that, uh, <clears throat> following on the heels of Akira, you know, which is, I think, sets the high bar for just realistic animation. And we all love Akira. This doesn't come near that, but it was still quite beautiful. Yeah, I've never never seen it I was, I've was. i seen it yeah I mentioned but I've, I've mm -hmm. never seen it I think that'd be, that'd be a pretty cool thing to see too yeah well uh, Godzilla vs. Megaguirus comes out this year too um, wasn't wasn't overly crazy there were some of the Godzilla movies in the Millennium series that, that were just I, I didn't really like this one this is one of them it was okay <clears throat> but um, the concept is the this this weapon kind of creates an artificial black hole and uh, they're trying to find a way of maybe shooting Godzilla through it to get him off the planet. <clears throat> and then said, it opens up a gator portal and something comes through. And it's just uh, Megaguirus, this other, like a dragonfly-like creature. And, uh, but the story 
it doesn't make a lot of sense. There's things that happen that like still just don't make sense involving like the flooding of Tokyo and things like that. Like maybe I just need to see it again. Cause I'm like, why is Tokyo flooding again? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's okay. I mean, uh, you know, the, it's a new suit design for Godzilla, which looks really nice with the big stalactite like fins, um, you know, and, the, and some of the special effects are good, but uh, yeah, it's okay. We get, we got to talk about um, the um, what is it Riddick? Ah, oh, pitch black, pitch black, black. Yeah. Yeah. Pitch yeah. black. yeah, yeah, because the first Riddick. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's funny because I didn't see Pitch Black when it came out. I saw the Chronicles of Riddick, which was the second one, uh, right. which is it's a fun movie. It is. Well, and Chronicles of Riddick is totally different than Pitch Black. Pitch Black is almost yeah. like an alien, you know, that it's uh, right and a swarm of, of some sort, and it's but it's right. really good. You know, the there's a lot of uh, conceits in there that are really uh, well done. Um, with Riddick being this unknown, like you don't know, nobody knows who he is or what he is in terms of right. race. Um, and then he's you know kind of blind and he's a prisoner. He's one of the most dangerous people in the universe. And but then he's saving everybody. He he shows <laughs> he, yeah he literally by the end of Pitch Black shows that he is an actual fucking hero. You know who yes. doesn't have to do any of this stuff for all these people and does all this stuff for these people. Um, and I think uh, to me that's a really uh, that's a really powerful story is whenever you have these people that are not you know. <laughs> necessarily considered good guys and they show you that whoever thinks they're a bad guy is probably the fucking asshole <laughs> right and i think that's that's a that's a kind of a uh a, a cry out to justice or whatever justice looks at sometimes you know but yeah so yeah i really like pitch black what did you did you guys see it before chronicles of riddick yeah i saw it in the theater <clears throat> I really loved it. Yeah. I still do. I, it, when I it's do on, too, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, I like Vin Diesel. I think he's really engaging in this film, and I like the premise of it. You know, this you've got characters who's uh, going on a, uh, a pilgrimage, and you have all these people together thrown into this really horrible situation because their ship crashes, and they're trying to survive. And I just love discovering what happens on this planet. Yeah. You know, and it has rotation, like, you know, and then when you find out, oh, shit, the suns are going <laughs> to planets are going to line up we're going to go dark for a while um it just becomes then a, a monstrous feast you know yeah. like in all the fun that was uh starship troopers but much darker. <laughs> you know it's it really dark yeah. um literally dark pitch black um <laughs> you know yeah and and uh, it's, it's great fun yeah i like this movie very, very much it's a lot of fun yeah yeah, I think that would be a good uh, episode or a series of episodes is to do the Riddick trilogy. Oh, yeah. I think there's yeah, a lot of good call it ridiculing. <laughs> you better remember that for a or time. If it's, yeah, well, for, for recording. If it's Agatha Christie, she'd make ridicule Perot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I solved the mystery of this pitch black world. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll go with the next one. Guy would not leave this in silence. Yes, awkward. Uh, I, I think the best movie of this year uh, of, of this group is definitely uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable. Oh, there, yeah. Um, this movie, I know we've we've done the episode on the trilogy. Uh, this movie I just love. Um, mm -hmm. I love the 
pacing, the deliberate pacing, the building of the story piece by piece, you know, little bit by little bit. And it doesn't really like give it away. It's, it's, you just discover along as you go. And then the imagery of him standing in the rain with this, with this, you know, with his poncho on, it becomes the substitute cape. It's just like, oh my God, visually. Uh, it, it just hits all the buttons for me. Um, yeah, Unbreakable, I think, is Shyamalan's best movie. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. That was, yeah, that was that. That was one of those movies where you just, you know, it just kind of like, kind of takes the genre, takes it in a slightly different direction. And I think mainly through the pacing and, and uh, Samuel Jackson's character, it just, everything, everything about it is, I, and it just might be, it's just, it's sort of, this, the setup is beautifully done. Yeah. And like you said, that, and I, I'm sure that movie, the pacing part, just infuriated a lot of people who were expecting, oh, like a movie that also came out this year, which is a little bit faster. <laughs> X-Men, which we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. But I loved that deliberate slow burn up to up to the end, which was, yeah, that's something, yeah. Yeah, the, I think the beauty of Unbreakable for me is the fact that you had this, uh, he had been hyped up because of, you know, the sixth sense, you know, and you're like going, I'm only going to see this because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. And you're like, oh, it's going to be something that's going to, you know, fuck with me. And you get this story. You get this story, which is a superhero story and all these geek things that you love. And you're like going, not expecting any of that was like the greatest, you know, it's like watching the movie Seven or watching uh, in a theater or watching uh, Unusual Suspects, you know, where you're like going these things unravel and you're like oh my god this is this is the movie this is that's the movie experience that i always look forward to yeah and it just just samuel L. jackson's line towards the beginning of the movie when he's running the gallery and that guy's coming in to buy a piece of art for his kid and jackson just gives that dissemination on what was going on in this page you know the, and kind of the importance of it and yeah. the guy you can just tell the guy's like I just want to buy a piece of art you know that sort of thing <laughs> that, 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 that kind of dismissive and you know and I, I, I mean I remember when I saw this I really thought at the beginning Jackson's character was going to be kind of that mentor character he's like yeah. oh I see the possibility in this guy I'm going to help him be yeah. who he really should be and then you find out what the hell's going on and you're like holy crap that's brilliant it's like it's a nice spin on that hero arch villain sort of relationship where they that they build in that they actually need each other adds the villains like i can't be who i need to be without this person and he's not there yet i was like wow that is mind-blowingly cool very wow because they're both defined by the other and that's yeah. that's precisely the relationship that a hero and a villain the, the hero is defined by the villain as much as the villain is defined by the hero and it, it, it is this uh relationship is, is beautifully done yeah and it's very comic bookish as Absolutely, as it is yeah. you know um i the, the the pace is kind of like you know a series of comic books to me and uh, but just all done in a in a in a unique style i mean the story itself is not anything you know like totally original um but the way that it's told and, and it you know and uh, the atmosphere it, it's just such a different atmosphere than what you're used to and i appreciate that a lot you know and then the reveal which i had kind of figured out before um but just because it, i just 
I don't know. I got lucky, you know. But yeah, great, great movie. I think it's a brilliant movie. I like all three of those movies. Well, and I think this is the testament to uh, um, M. Night Shyamalan's career during that time is that he had genre stories with human stories. Like they, and and they were really like particular ways that the people were were constructed. Um, I would say that about this uh, Sixth Sense, and um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but Signs. Um, I absolutely adore and love the movie Signs, and I, you know, it's, I think there's a lot of shit that goes on in there that is so wonderful about family and loss, and uh, even you know, a lot of people can criticize the Bigfoot thing, you know, where they're walking, the aliens walking through, and I love that. Um, but I also really like um, M Night Shyamalan's uh, character in the movie when he plays the the vet. You know, and his the tragedy of all of that, and that whole little scene that I think a lot of people criticize, I thought was actually pretty cool. <laughs> Just something that uh, um, I don't know. It was it was a it was a he's a genre bender. I think is what I would consider him yeah. with a lot of his movies. So. Yeah, it's another great movie. I'm sciences. Yeah, I'm gonna stop drunk. It. I'm gonna stop drunk talking now. So. <laughs> <laughs> A movie that's... Oh, go ahead. I I was just going to say, we could jump from Unbreakable to the big movie of that year, (laughs) X-Men. I don't know if this qualifies as a sci-fi movie, but... It totally does. So I guess we should should talk about it. It's our kind of our... Let's see, going back to... it's, It's our first big marvel movie i mean you know arguably somebody could say that spider-man now well now after the the last spider-man movie sam raimi spider-man movie and what was that was that 2001 was that the first spider-man movie uh, that's a good question around there yeah i mean sets off the marvel cinematic universe but i mean there are other people who would argue that this one actually kind of sets the groundwork for it um and because it's the X-Men and it was 2000 and knowing how people are um, are passionate about the X-Men, I was never a big X-Men fan, although I remember in the 90s, I was I was collecting um, like Jim Lee's run on X-Men back in those days and eventually I had to stop because, I'm sorry, I can't afford six titles, you know, or <laughs> not. <laughs> so I stopped up. So X-Men 2000. Jackman, what do we have to say about that? Uh, I love it. I, I think uh, there's some some magic of its own that is that movie. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with what I feel about the comics that I loved because I grew up in the late 70s, uh, early 80s with uh, Wolverine and the the whole the the whole shift over to that kind of stuff. But I that movie has a kind of B-movie cheese to it mm-hmm. and a wonderful set of actors. I mean, they got some fucking actors for that movie, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love that movie. I watched it a lot. Now, I think X2 is better. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah that so people don't, a lot of people don't like that or the third one, which I think is also just as good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> The third one isn't as good, but come on. Kelsey Grammer is the beast. I will watch right. that movie for him alone right there. I mean, that that I'm just it's like... It's a perfect fit for the character. <laughs> it is really, it really a perfect is. fit. It's like, that's inspired casting. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, you know, say what you will. But that, for that, for his his role alone, that movie says it's not a good movie. But I, I will now, watch it for Vinny, that. Vinny Jones as... Uh, 
Um, juggernaut! As Juggernaut? Come on. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh, the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Come on, dude. That's what that whole movie gives us, that meme. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like the X-Men franchise. I, I've enjoyed all the movies. Um, it, this, this, you know, it's definitely Wolverine's vehicle, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a, his story. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. And I know, and he's, you know, really popular. Yeah, some of the Wolverine movies are less successful uh, than others, but... Um, I, yeah, I like the cast. Halle Berry looks great. She's amazing. Uh, Storm, um, Patrick Stewart, you know, E. McKellen. I mean, I, I love Magneto. Uh, Magneto. He's one of my favorite villains because he's. Yes. I don't look at him as a villain. He's he's yeah. so sympathetic. You yeah. understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's there to protect protect his his his, his people, his tribe, who are being hunted down and slaughtered. You know, through ignorance and. You know, so I, I have no problem with him. He's he's not a villain to me. Just you know, like Thanos. It's like Thanos just had a dirty job to do, and he's the only one who's going to do it. It's like, yeah, I get it, man. You got to do it. Okay, um, but yeah. So yes, such a, a fun franchise. Yeah, those are the best. The those are the only real villains, or the villains who don't know they're villains. You know, they they think they're in the right. Um, now, with 2000, the year 2000, we have two Mars movies. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, Red Planet and Mission to Mars. Mars. Which is your favorite? I don't think I saw Mission to Mars. I think I saw bits and pieces of Red Planet. But my favorite, I don't know if we've talked about my my favorite Mars movie is a horror movie. And I don't think we've talked about it yet. Is it 2000? So. I don't know. It's it's on a different list. No, it's Ghosts of Mars. I like oh. Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. Wait, is that John Carpenter? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. That's it's, yeah. that's good. it's a great cheese cheese yeah. movie. It's a terrible yeah. movie. Right. Yeah, it is. But I love it. I think I liked Mission to Mars better than Red Planet. Although I I think I only saw them once, so it's it's kind of and that was a long time ago. So. Yeah, I'm not a crazy fan of Brian De Palma. He just tries so hard. Agreed. Know, yeah, to, I agree. To to be. Uh, what's his face Alfred Hitchcock you know often uh, he went through that phase where he was like you know was a body double was rear window I mean he's just going way harder out of his way look at me I'm the new Hitchcock no you're not you're just a cheap <laughs> imitator sorry Brian DePaul yeah never impressed with his stuff so mean <laughs> Another movie I'm not impressed with. Oh wait a minute! You, n- oh, let me go ahead. L- l- let me get my two cents worth in. All right, do it. Do it. it. All right. Mission Bring to Mars. Back. Mission to Mars. Okay. I like Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> there we go. Don Cheadle's a good actor. Yes, yes he is. Yeah. yeah. As far as both of these movies, I thought they were kind of throwaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had some good people, you know. Red. I, mean, right. I like I like Val Kilmer a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss, I don't like her. Uh, Benjamin Bratt was a TV baby. Tom Sizemore, I think Tom Sizemore was just a crazy fuck. So I liked him a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, but it was just kind of both of them weren't really great. You know, uh, the premises just really. They, I don't know. They just didn't work for me. Yeah. I, there again, I, I attribute it to the writing. Not you know, not just not just not good writing on either one. Yeah, 
Yeah, there are movies you could sit if it's on a Saturday and you got a you got yeah. some rolls. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna kick back and watch it and watch half of it and remember. Right, what you did and you remember. fall asleep and you're okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Wake up, wake up three hours later yeah. covered in pizza sauce. What? Yeah, the? that was no. a good experience. Now it's time for a real movie, Doctor Otto. <laughs> <laughs> And that glorious doom beast. Give me a pizza time slip. <laughs> Somebody give me a hand, hand, hand. I um, would, uh, Titan AE. I would like to mention oh, Titan AE. I think yeah. That was what I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I hate it. With a, I just, I bought, I went to the theater. I fell asleep, and I'm like, God, this is so fucking boring. I, I'm not a crazy big fan of Don Bluth's animation. Seriously, there's a look to it that just off for me it's like when you buy i don't know there's an off brand something you can tell like when i was a kid we get these like fago comic Fago-ko. books or some you know some kind of off brand comic book it's like eh, i don't know john <laughs> blue the animation all dogs go to heaven all those ones brave little toaster i think he does those yeah there's just something about it that just looks wrong to me and titan ae was so God damn boring. I, I fell asleep in the theater. Like, I paid money to see this fucker, and I still fell asleep. Like, nope, I just could not watch it. I got to watch it with my kid who was four years old at the time, and uh, it was amazing to me. And, uh, anytime you get to watch some movie with a kid who is just mm. in awe and marvel of a movie, I'm, I'm fucked for being a critic. You know, I'm just like... I'm there with that kid going, oh, yeah, I've, I remember this experience. I remember feeling like this, and this is the best. You know, I mean, it, that to me, you know, there's there's a whole era of movies and cartoons that are about being a parent, you know, with a with a child of a certain age going from, you know, one point to another. And it's like, I can't be trusted with the quality of anything <laughs> that I watched with, with those kids at that time. Yeah, I, I, I totally... Uh, join you on that. I remember when the boys saw it. I, I don't think we saw this in the theater. I think we saw it when it came to video. Yeah, and, same here. Uh, watched it, and I remember them liking it. And I remember thinking, oh, that's, you know, that you, you kind of just, your enjoyment comes from your kids enjoying the movie. Yeah. Whether it's like, eh, it's not that great. But <laughs> yeah, I, so I get that. Yeah. All right, that's 2000. Anything else in 2000 somebody wants to talk about? Well, I think we might need to talk about IKU, but none of us have watched it, so perhaps we put this on the list. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Burn. You know what I mean? Okay. (laughs) Time slip. (laughs) All right, Um, we're in 2001. Yeah, my bad. Ghost of Mars is on the list. Yay! Uh, Yeah. So speaking (laughs) of, hey, look at that. There's a time slip. Uh, We jumped a whole year. Uh, yeah, John Carpenter <laughs> and Ghosts of Mars. It's a horror science fiction film um, movie, and it's really cheesy. It's not that great. It's, you know, Jason Statham is always fun. I like watching him. Ice Cube, you know, and it just, uh, you know, explorers on Mars and realize everyone's fucking dead. Oh, yeah, they're ghosts. Look at that. Uh, yeah, I just think it's so, it's just kind of fun, over the top. Just, it's not great, but it's not, it's not bad like Ghost Ship. Let's just say that. But it's just fun. <laughs> well, I would ask this. Um, Professor Feather and um, Blue Fez, did we not go see this at the theater? 
the John Carpenter Ghosts of Mars? Because I, I know I went with a bunch of people to see this movie. Wow. Hey, I know I went, to, I saw it at the theater, but I yeah, we, and it was at Southwick. Yeah. I mean, at that, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. old AMC theaters? Yeah. Oh, um, no, I don't, oh gosh, I don't remember. I definitely, I definitely remember we saw Phantom, and that was at the AMC theaters at Franklin Park. Um, yeah. We also, we saw um, Ed Wood. I remember seeing Ed Wood yeah. with you guys, and I remember yeah. seeing, um, I think, Army of Darkness, because I had never seen any of the Evil right. Dead movies prior to that. We had, and it, this was all at Southwick. Uh, uh, or not... No, Ar- no Army no. of Darkness was at uh, the no. yeah. showcase that yes. used to be out at airport. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, what did we see? I, I know a number of us saw it. It was on Secor near Monroe. 12, 12 Monkeys? <laughs> was it 12 Monkeys? All right. Because I, re- I remember you walking out going, oh, I could walk back in and see that again. <laughs> and we were all kind of like, well, yeah. do we? <laughs> yeah, 12 Monkeys was awesome, man. All right. 2001. Well, we're, well, I was going to say. Well, we're in 2001. I'm confused. We we talked about Ghosts of Mars, and the next G item, I think, is for Dr. Head. So, Dr. Head. Uh, Yeah, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah. (laughs) Child (laughs) Monsters, All Out, Attack, or GMK. Yeah, I I love this movie. It's one of my favorite of the entire uh, franchise. Um, What they did is kind of a one-off. It's not part of continuity. And they really kind of reinvented the origins of the monsters and it, it really these these Godzilla Mothra King Ghidorah and uh, are like these protector spirits like Mothra King Ghidorah they, they are protector spirits and <clears throat> the story really focuses on the the shifting attitudes of the you young people and how they disrespect tradition and and generations before them and these things so these protector spirits and it's also very steeped in shinto as all godzilla films are but these protector spirits or the 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 nagari the flow of life um you know they they are disrespected the 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 kami and uh come to life to, to punish and this movie i think has some of the um it's also got not just godzilla it's also got baragon but godzilla the suit design on this, they changed the skin, it's more elephantine, not so ridgy, the fins are smaller, but what was so fucking creepy is his eyes are just white orbs. There's no pupils, there's no iris, it's just fucking white death. And uh, just made him a monster again. And so it's a really good movie. And they amped up his breath weapon to just really powerful, uh, like, like just did it right. There's a great scene where he blasts this monster. I won't, I, if you've not seen it, I'm gonna spoil. But there's a school shot from a school kids, like miles away, and they hear they see this like blast and they hear this rumble. They look over and there's this like big mushroom cloud, you know, where Godzilla has just blasted the shit out of a monster. And uh, so yeah, GMK uh, is spectacular. I love this movie. Bluefez. Uh, are you asking me my opinion on yeah, this, or am I yes. taking it away? Okay, so I will admit I have not seen this, and I shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so and so it's interesting when you mentioned it's not part of continuity, but um, a couple of years back for Christmas, 
uh, Blue Fez Jr. I got him the big Criterion Collection uh, Godzilla set. It's the Sweet big giant gift. Sweet gift. book that's got. So I got to check to see if that's part of it because yeah, now I'm real curious to watch this. It is. It, it's included in the Criterion uh, set, sweet. but it's not. It's not part of the continuity. Okay, I will definitely watch it. Yeah, totally, totally worth it to watch. I want to talk about Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, Jimmy Neutron, one of my favorite uh, I thought it was kids. brilliant. I, yeah, I love Jimmy yeah. Neutron. My oh, kids love Ultraman Life! <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this, go, this rolls under the whole going to take your kids to see a movie and enjoying yes. it with them. But this was actually funny. We, uh, yeah, I, I remember I would watch the, the show with my kids. Oh, when, when they were growing up, they loved Jimmy Neutron, and it, it's when yeah, it's funny because when you're watching, you're like, "Wait, did he really just say that?" Oh, I'm right. <laughs> funny well, stuff. And it, it had a it had a great innocence, like it was you know it was all that like geek boy innocence that they yeah. all had, and then uh, Jimmy Neutron just being the the genius. And again, what's that from? Like we've had all kinds of. Uh, cartoons that are about the Jimmy Neutron type person, right? Peabody and Sherman? <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I, I, I've never... I've seen bits and pieces of the TV show, but I've never seen the movie at all. Yeah, it it's always one, I, when I see it on the, when it's been on TV, I enjoy it. Like, oh, this is a really good show. You know, it was well-written. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it remind you know, like it's quality. Like when you watch Powerpuff Girls, as ridiculous oh. as they are, when you watch the rides, like, oh my God, this is fucking brilliant. So good. Oh, yeah. The city oh, yeah. of Townsville. Like, <laughs> oh. And that voiceover narrator, like, oh my God, it is, this, it is beautiful. It's so, the parody, the satire. Yeah. Wit. Like, okay, this is smart. This is smart. I am Mojo Jojo. Yes, and again, yeah. it's that perfect adult humor mixed with kid humor. Yes. So they know adults are probably going to be in the room watching, or they could be, and so the adults get it. The whole like little itty bitty mayor and his super <laughs> effing hot secretary. It's like, <laughs> hello, girls. So she's like, she's like, what, twenty four, six, forty eight? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Gravy. Modeled after the after the uh, assistant in uh, Blazing Saddles, no yes. doubt. Right? It's, like, it's good to be the man. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I loved about uh, raising a child during that. I what I would say is a renaissance of animation. You know, is Absolutely. the Jendi Tartakovsky. Anything he did was great. You know, Dexter, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dexter's Laboratory, yeah. and even after that, Primal, and uh, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just screws up. Anyway, chills. Two thousand and one science fiction. Somebody else give us a movie. Uh, since we were just talking about animation, let's jump up to Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Disney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> actually, I, I really know, good. Nice I mean, it's not. Love it. It's no, it's really good because the the I, set design and the three D. This is the first marriage of three D and and yeah. cell animation that you True. get. Yeah, yeah. And you're like and, steampunk. Oh, yes, yes, but it gets better. Who was the production artist on this film? Mike Mignola, yes. Hellboy creator. <laughs> oh, hell, Mignola. 
I bat, bat alone right there when I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I'm seeing this movie. <laughs> and, it, and it shows he's got his. He also, like uh, Del Toro, there, the, Mignola has that signature style. Yeah. And when when mm-hmm. he lends it to a production, you, you can see it all over. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know that this movie is 100% successful, but I give Disney a lot of credit for going. This is this movie, I feel, is out of their comfort zone, yeah. animation wise and just story wise. And I really enjoyed this movie. I, 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 I loved it at the theater. And I thought it was, they had a great cast, you know, We've got James Garner, Michael J. Fox, Leonard Nimoy. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. No, I really did too. And again, this is, it's in the this 2001, it's in, in that zone of having children. You know, that okay. we're, you're showing them movies and they're like going, oh, movies are awesome. And I'm like, yeah, movies are awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> which, which seven is seven and six. Yeah, which is exactly what Professor Feather did to me. He goes, look at horrors. Look at movies. They're awesome. And I said to Professor Feather, someday I hope to have a beard like yours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Think about money you save on shaving stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, know because I have never had to spend that money on shaving. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. No comparison. Yeah. Now, I've never heard of this movie until we saw this list. Honestly. What? Which one? Uh, but now, I mean, Lost Empire, Atlantis. Um, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, was, I'm not sure when it came out. I remember seeing Treasure Planet. Uh, which yeah. I wasn't crazy about. That, oh, but, I like that yeah, but now I definitely want to watch this. I mean, we got Disney Plus, so I'm definitely going to watch this. Yeah, it's worth it. It's 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 pretty it's pretty decent. Yeah. Well, in 2001, we also had Jason X or Jason <laughs> Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Jason X. I thought that was Jason Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jason Ten. Yeah. And now I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna guilty pleasure here. I actually think that everything about this is pretty cool. There's a design and a, a terrible story, and it was <laughs> everything I wanted in t- watching just a piece of sh- shit show um, <laughs> that was hilarious. But yeah, that mask and the idea of you know Jason being able to go into space, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, it's no leprechaun in space. Well, why not? He, why not? I mean, he, he's a supernatural character. You know, he's space means nothing to him. Yeah, Jason X is. Uh, it's Friday Thirteenth in space, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not good. It, it's it's formulaic. It's genre appropriate, and for people who really like the the Friday Thirteenth movies, it it's. A, 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 you know, some people say it's one of their favorite. A good entry, yeah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I like it. That's what I said. I, yeah. If yeah. you just, even if you just detach the Friday the Thirteenth and you go, this yeah. is, you know, one it, of these. It's ridiculous. I mean, that in that kind of regard, it's fun. It's silly. It, you know, just like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. You know, I'm jumping ahead here, but that that one is like my all time favorite. I love that one too. Yeah, love it. Yeah, that that's a little fun. Um, it, it's the Charles Band test. You know, if Charles Band made this, yeah, I'd probably like it. Yeah, it's yeah. solid, solid B movie material. <laughs> yeah. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's right. like it doesn't get any more B than this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, solid material, I, I'm going to throw in Donnie Darko here. Oh, um, okay. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, what? That movie it's does. like um, we have a much darker Harvey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Yeah, and I love Harvey. Harvey's one of my favorite Jimmy Stewart movies. Uh, just it's just a lovely movie all around. And Donnie Darko is a movie. This is a film. I'm going to say I'm going to use the word film. We, you need to pay attention to this movie. Yeah. yeah. And 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 its rewatch has become more and more enriched. And it's just like, yeah, okay, th- this is this is a piece of art here. Just a fantastic movie. And, and the cast is great. Jake Gyllenhaal just uh, just just fantastic all around. Yeah, it has it has a stellar cast. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. yeah, yeah. It, it, Richard Kelly wrote and directed yeah. it. Had a hard time, kind of you know, pushing it and everything. He got it, got it pushed through. And uh, Flower Films or something like that, I think it was something like that. The production company that you know took it on, and he made it, and it premiered at uh, 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 Sundance in uh, January nineteenth, two thousand and one. And then it had limited uh, theatrical release. Uh, and it was made like, you know, a month and a half. It was released after the 9-11 attacks. So it was like, yeah. mm. and the, he has this whole, yeah. it's, it, it's the whole thing about the airplane yeah. that, you know. Yeah, so it got really limited um, exposure, you know, because it just kind of touched on kind of a weird, and it's such a, dark film to begin with you know the manipulation of of uh, you know <laughs> of Donnie it just it's kind of scary because in a lot of ways I, I don't know it reminds me of a lot of current war uh, situations I yeah yeah that really does seems to hit home um, I just watched this not too long ago and yeah for probably the third or fourth time I think it's right the fourth time I've seen but yeah brilliant brilliant movie um yeah, it's a it, it, it's of a filmmaking level with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and mm. uh, all those guys. I think the, so. Yeah, the the quality of the filmmaking and the staging and all that stuff uh, is yes. ridiculously good. Uh, there's that scene in the bus where he's spinning around, you know, coming out of the back of the bus, and you go, "All right, that that that's a filmmaker move there that just yeah. works." <laughs> yeah, and, a lot uh, of a lot of good. A lot of good, a lot of good moves yeah. in this movie. And he did. He hasn't making a lot. Of, he hasn't made a lot of movies since then. He's tried to do yeah. a lot of things. Um, he's made Southland Tale and The Box. Um, Southland Tale. Southland Tale. I would, I, yeah, I would say that's one of my favorite movies. I mean, uh, uh, that movie is not like I can't. I can't compare that movie to any other movie. That's and a I bro- think that's absolutely a, brilliant movie. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. You know, not being able to and the people he gets to be in that movie. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so well, this movie too. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. This, oh, this has a lot of really yeah, a lot of really you know popular actors of the time. You know. He had the connection somehow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about the guy. I think he was wealthy before he got into the business, but he, I think he's yeah. also just a pretty uh, creative dude. I mean, as I said, you, you look at Donnie Darko, and I had heard about this movie, and pe- it was like a cult film long before yes. I watched it. Yes. And people were, were saying how great it was and stuff, and I, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I watched it. Okay, and then I watched it probably like five more times because I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, and that's what happened with uh, Southland Tales. If you yeah. watch Southland Tales for the first time and you go, yeah, whatever, this is stupid or whatever, you gotta watch it. <laughs> you gotta watch it and really pay attention to that to what he's doing with the, with the story. So really good stuff. Yeah, it deserves to be watched. It's yeah. a serious film, I think. What do you think about K-Pax? K 
Kevin Spacey, who is a mental patient, maybe being an alien? This one I did not see. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. I, I really liked it, but I really like him. <laughs> he, he, I do too. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if somebody else was in the role. If I would have necessarily liked the movie, I thought I did, I did not see it. I, I hated the name. That was enough for me to say no. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna look. I'm it not is gonna, a stupid. It is a stupid name. I'm man. not gonna watch this movie because it's K-Pax. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just the worst. Don't judge a book by its cover. That. I will judge a movie by its name. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't see that. It, it was definitely no uh, Planet of the Apes by Tim Burton. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one of the. Was that, did that come it. out then this year? Same yeah. year, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I liked it. 2001. I, I, I really? Hel- yeah, I liked Helen Bonham Carter as uh, Zero. You know, I, I, and Tim Roth. My God, Tim Roth is just so Tim Roth. You know, yeah. uh, he just he, he just eats up every bit of screen time when he's on True. I love the design of the apes like when they run True. when they climb yeah. I agree I, with you on that yeah and and the ape franchise is one of my favorites you yeah. know and, and I'm like yeah I'm willing I, let's let's go into this with, a, with an open mind they, they treated the you know the animals were like animals um and, and you know, I'll say I'll say it was way better than the first series <laughs> Oh fuck you all! Balls and all. <laughs> well, I, I love this, the first series. I mean, that's what. No, I, I know you watching. did. I know you did. Love. I when it oh. came out, I hated it. When oh. Planet of the Apes came out, and I watched it, I went, now okay, this I buy this. I, I like love. This. I like this, and it, then, and they and and the the come on, I mean the special effects alone make it such a better move. This is something that needed to be done. You know. This is one of those remakes, you know, whatever you want to call it, needs to be done because we're at we're, we're at a place at that time where they could do a really good job for all of that. Because the original, let's face it, those were fucking masks and they looked like masks. No getting around that they looked like masks. And that just bothered me. Was it Rick Baker did the makeup for, for the yeah. new for, for the, the, for the original? One, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, no, that yes. was. Um, that was for, oh, for the original? For the 19th? No, that was. Yeah, that was. Oh, was that Westmore? Uh, I don't remember. I, he um, came on Big Chuck and Little John and did makeup for them, but it's a prosthetic yeah. <laughs> you know, series of prosthetics. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I think Rick Baker did the Tim Burton. Yes. Yes. yes he yeah. Did. Yeah. He did. And it, and it looks it looks fantastic. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, John Chambers. Is Chambers. The one that did, that's it. Did the original. Uh, okay. But yeah. Uh, it's O'Head, and I'm I'm sure uh, Gatfly, you and I are probably because well, we're '70s kids, so. Yeah, the, the the movies going from the original Planet of the Apes, they're not great, but come on. Doesn't matter. Apes, Apes Week? Oh, my God, when the big show <laughs> would just do all the Apes movies. I'm like, oh, yeah, and I, and, and I don't know. Do I get, have I told the grandma story, my grandma yes, story? Yes, Okay, so we won't go into that again, because that, yeah. that is still, besides my grandmother being the Mego toy connection, <laughs> Still, my absolute favorite memory of Planet of the Apes is that story. But yeah, I, I know they're not great, but we loved them. But I, it's there are things. Sometimes Tim Burton gets these, these he gets handed these things where I want him to say no, and this is one of them because yes, absolutely, the makeup is just gorgeous. They look the way they should. 
they move the way they should. It's like yeah. you can tell yeah. they actually thought about this. They went in, they they got people to get them to to move the right way, and it's just it's oh, it's so great, and it's so well cast. You got Michael Clark Duncan in this. You got every. It's just it's great. But the story is just no. I'm sorry. I just I I couldn't get into it, and I'm. And again, we saw this in the theater, and that end scene pissed me. I was like, if they had done that earlier in the film, I would have walked out at that point. I was just like, <laughs> that that just sounds like, oh, we want to try to give you that sort of like shock moment, like at the end of the first Planet of the Apes. I'm like, no, right? Yeah. you really can't. That's just stupid. First of all, why is it, why does he look like Abraham Lincoln? He's wearing the old like period 1800s clothes. That's just, no, that's just, Dumb. And I was, oh my God, I was like, oh. That was pretty hard to take. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's almost, I, I was bitching almost as much as Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't think yeah. it was quite that bad. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. There, there was, yeah, there were just things that didn't quite rub me the wrong way. And look, anybody who knows me knows that there are movies I give passes to that sometimes don't deserve a pass. <laughs> Star Trek V. But, you know. <laughs> Because I, I can find little things in the movie that I'll just sort of like, yeah, well, I liked that. I like this. I know oh, that was really cool. This movie is one of them. But I, I don't know. Planet of the Apes for me as the original is, is kind of up there with 2001. Because when I saw the first one as a kid and the way that that movie ended, no music. The credits roll and all you hear is the surf. And I was like, it was just like the profound impact of what had just happened kind of just punches you right there. And the movie just says, okay, we're out. And you're like, wait, what? No, what? You can't end it like this. And I felt like they were just kind of, can I say it? They were aping that <laughs> moment in this new movie. And that just, it just kind of irritated me because I'm like, Tim, I don't think Tim Burton was the right director here. I, only in that I, I think he probably pushed it to be more authentic look-wise and makeup-wise, which I appreciated. But I don't know. Sometimes he just doesn't have that, I don't know, gravitas. And I think this movie, I don't know, am I, am I, am I just giving too much for this film? Because I really no. love Planet of the Apes. Yeah, no, I would say this. Um, Tim Burton gave the gravitas of being an asshole to the ape as opposed to the original one giving the gravitas of being an asshole to um, Charles, yeah, Charles, no. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Rock rock me, Dr. Zayas. Um, I will say one thing. I I really did love Glenn Shaddix as the as the kind of like Doctor Zayas character because remember he's got the yeah. big old uh, orangutan makeup and then he's got yeah. that what what's her name's like dancing around her. And I'm yeah. thinking that's Otho from Beetlejuice. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah. gonna say, Gadfly? No, it was, it was just about the original uh, movie where the main character is a total asshole. I mean, he's a na- there's Taylor. A, yeah, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. He's an antagonist. Yeah, he's a narcissist. He's a he's a just nihilist. A, he's just, a nihilist. Yeah, yeah he's an asshole. He's a com- snarky. Yeah, complete asshole. And I think that's what they missed with the Tim Burton version. You know, they they didn't understand that he needed to be the asshole mm, who yeah. got served up 
oh, <laughs> we're fucked, you know. Yeah, yeah. He basically got put into a situation as a shit job. <laughs> Never anybody's like, you know what? The world's going to hell. Fuck the world. I'm taking this mission because you know what? Who gives a shit? And then yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. You kind of miss some of that there, but yeah. I don't know. I, something tells me I need to rewatch that, but uh, I don't know. That might be yeah, I haven't selling. watched this it for is... probably since 2001. Yeah, I've same here. I'm like, I really liked it. And like, I haven't seen it in 20 years. So. Yeah, me either. Let's let's put a, that on the list. I like that. Yeah, so we can watch what we do watch together. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Mrs. Fez will be up for that because she was really pissed too. <laughs> Apes shall not kill Lincoln. Let's talk about Vanilla Sky. I'm Cruz. Yeah, and uh, it's Cameron. Scientology, Crow. motherfucker! It's, it's, Cam- it's Cameron Crow. Cruz versus Cruz. Cameron Crow. Yeah, it's a Cameron Crow. What do you think? I, I've never seen Vanilla Sky. I I think it's really good. I think it's a, a really bizarre, you know, just mind-bending story. And that's it. I have uh, really softened my uh, opinion of Tom Cruise yeah, over the agreed. years. Uh, with the number oh, of Oh, I things, like Tom Cruise yeah, and a lot of stuff. Yeah. With the number yeah. of things that he's done and, and the way he's done them, yeah. I'm like going, all right, yeah. you know what? Not the mummy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. there are exceptions. <laughs> I, okay, well, you can uh, you can fuck me off because I like the mummy. <laughs> I really do. That's for another show. Right. <laughs> yeah, the mummy, two words, Sophia Putella. That's it. That's all I care about. Well, they, that's the only two words you need, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> All right. What else in 2001? Because we're getting dangerously into the four-hour territory. <laughs> well, let, let me let me go. I haven't gone yet today. Do it. Yes. Or, or yet this uh, this episode. Uh, Electric Dragon, eighty thousand volts. What do you think? This is a really fucked up movie. This is such a fucked up movie. It's about this guy who's given electroshock treatment when he's a kid, but the he just gets so much energy that he be, he can channel it and conduct electricity. Yeah. So you've never seen it, right? Who me? Yeah. I've seen it. Really? You yes, I own it. <laughs> I own this movie. <laughs> I have never seen this. <laughs> yeah. No. And the guy, the way he fights is with electric guitar-based <laughs> noise. <laughs> and there's another guy who's his counterpart who also can do this. 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 His name is Thunderbolt Buddha. And he can do um, electroconductive powers too. Okay, there we go. And they kind of learn of each other, and so they have challenge. And they fight <laughs> all over. They fight all over, all over the rooftops of Tokyo. Oh, okay, I'm reading. It's I'm kind reading. of a cowboy. It's kind of a cow, or not a cowboy. Kind of a comic book type. It's a comic book story. I mean, all the way. And it's kind of weird <laughs> how it's shot. It's you know, the, the, the cinematography is really good. It's just a very weird movie. It's a very weird movie. This sounds like what Six String Samurai should have. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a line from the synopsis. Meanwhile, Thunderbolt Buddha, nice, a <laughs> yeah. TV repairman turned vigilante who has the same electroconductive powers <laughs> after a childhood accident goes after crime bosses and gangsters. TV repairman turned vigilante. It sounds like we're in Brazil all over. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's it's a it's just a crazy movie. It, it's only like I don't think it's an hour long or something like that. Definitely. It's not. I, yeah. yeah, it's not very long. You know, I have it on DVD. Oh, we got to uh, serve this somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch this. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. 
So there's my take. <laughs> nice. I was going to talk about Donnie Darko, and I could talk about Donnie Darko ad infinitum, to be to be <laughs> honest, because it's a, I thought it was such a great movie. We we uh, should do an episode on. Um, I think we really should. So because there's a lot of in depth stuff in that movie. I think. Really, yeah. It, well, and I we should, we could do a Richard Kelly episode and do that in uh, Southland Tales. Uh, oh, if, Southland if, Tales. If I, own, have, I own Southland Tales yeah. on DVD. Too. Yeah. If you guys have not seen Southland Tales, you should. No, I Definitely watch it. It's like I said, it was panned. It, like it was the critics said. What's it was his panned. name? What's his name? Timberlake. Uh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake? Oh, yeah, yeah. His, He's great in it. He is great. You don't even know. Uh, there's you don't even recognize him. Yeah, it's it, yeah. yeah. It, and his acting is spot on. It's just uh, uh, the uh, the Rock is in it. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller is yeah, great yeah, as yeah. a porn star. She's like, yeah, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> It's a, it's I, I really like yeah. the movie a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we got to talk Michelle, about those. You have me at Sir Michelle Gellar. Yeah, well, so, uh, and Christopher Lambert is a uh, ice cream truck he's delivery. He's the only one. Yeah, he's he's the ice cream truck delivery ammunition guy. <laughs> I'm, nice. just, I'm just saying, you got to see it. It's so good. Well, he also had a supplementary comic book or graphic novel that went along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really good stuff. Nobody's mentioned Ivan Reitman's evolution with David Duchovny. Yeah, he's a hand uh, model. I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really wanted that movie to be good, and it wasn't. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> that was it was just, it's just awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. the cast yeah. is great. Mike. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to be funny. This is not one of those that felt like it might have been funny to them all doing it. Like, oh, this is there's so many end jokes. Yeah. But like, it yeah. really, it, it, when you see it, like, uh, it's badly written. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Great cast gone to waste. I'm like, yeah. ah, no, it just, yeah. what a what a forgettable movie. It's awful. Sorry. Yeah. Well, and the only funny parts are Duchovny. I'm like, yeah. his hand yeah. model yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. is really funny. Yeah, yeah, his, his acting is pretty good, but it just doesn't, not enough. Yeah. No, it's just bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, you know, but since you had mentioned a short movie, I was going to throw up Jurassic Park three here because uh, that's like only like an hour and twenty some minutes, uh, <laughs> which it, is about an hour and first... thirty minutes too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really not good. Uh, not not that good. I mean, there's oh, some interesting dinosaur stuff, but it's just the premise. The premise is bad. I can't stand Tay Leone. I just I just can't. I love her. I, like, I, I like love William her. H. Macy. So I was I was embarrassed for William H Macy. Um, you know, but it's except just, except that I thought no, he walked home with a fucking fat yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah, fat bad, bad vehicle. Uh, yeah. I still right. love Tay. I mean, if they offered me five million bucks, I love Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Tay Leone. Yeah, but it just not just not good. I love uh, Taya Leone. I'm just going to say it again. I love yeah, Taya yeah, Leone. Yeah. <laughs> you love who? Eight William H. Macy. Taya, uh, <laughs> it depends on how many drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so we got that one to forget about. Dress uh, I, will, I, will, I will make a, a mention of the lost skeleton of Cadab- Cadabra. 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 Yeah, yes. That was the last <laughs> one I was going to mention. I forgot about okay. that one. That's a fun movie. Just it a is silly, a fun movie. It's yeah. just a, it's a spoof. It's, you yeah. know, yes. straight up. Oh yeah, Doctor Head. I thought of you when I watched this. Yes, the fifth uh, yeah. spoof of the fifties. This is a Cyclops movie. A <laughs> black, yeah, black and white, really low budget, entertaining, yeah. Yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like my movies, it gets a little long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's 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 totally worth the watch because it's yeah, it it's is. acted well. Um, you know, super low budget, but it's entertaining. I mean, the people who made this know the B movies, they know the conventions, and they play it serious. And for a change, it works. 
Yeah. And it does. It really does. There's a lot of times it just doesn't work, you know? It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. This, I, thought they, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So before we venture off into the ether, where are we going to talk about Stanley Kubrick's last gift to humanity? <laughs> AI? Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Uh, it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. There's nothing about it I like. I don't know. I don't, uh, yeah. I'm, out. Is, I'm out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I didn't see it. I mean, um, I was aware of the fact that he died during filming it and Steven Spielberg took over. And I thought, that's not the director to take over for Cooper. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not because you end up with Kubrick's sort of sometimes dispassionate sensibility. And then you've got Spielberg, who's kind of sometimes all about passion and the two, yeah, you can't reconcile them. And I remember seeing it because I'm thinking, well, you know, this is Kubrick's last jaunt. So let's let's go see it. And I remember the one scene where they leave the kid at the bottom of the pool. And as a parent, I'm like, there's that like that yeah. little really like somebody not wait. That's it was profoundly disturbing. And I, I'm sure they they did that on purpose. But yeah. there's. I, I don't know that a, a cinematic discussion on artificial intelligence can be done through Kubrick's sort of lens. I, yeah. I think there has to be an element of humanity in there, a little bit of warmth that sometimes he'll kind of pull out of his movies, you know, depending on the subject matter. And this was just, uh, this was a, a film that just did, yeah, it didn't work. And it was just like, ugh. And, and yeah, it, it was very... Very odd film. And just very unmemorable. Just, you know, yeah, it just yeah, seemed yeah. real bland. It just, and it just yeah, some, I mean, yeah, nothing nothing about it seemed yeah. to, to really work very well. Yeah. It's and unfortunate. It's, but. And Spielberg's cinematic style is, again, almost contrasting to Kubrick's. Yeah, it is. You know? No, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and, that's and what, what, they're, what, both, uh, they're both wonderful at what they do. That It's not, it's not a... I'm saying Spielberg's a horrible director. God, it's not a competition. Yeah, it, but right. it's just, they are just vastly different animals, yeah. you know? Yes. And it's yes. like, when you want that humanity you'd mentioned, Fez, you, you're, uh, if you're wanting humanity in your science fiction, you want Ray Bradbury. <laughs> if you want cold detached, you want Arthur C. Clarke. You know, kind of. You just want that pure science fiction or, you know, Robert Heinlein. You know, Heinlein. Um, this would have been good by somebody like David Fincher or... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Sonnenberg, uh, you know, for directing, I think oh, yeah, they would have totally. made better choices. Yeah, yeah. They, can, they can create that sense of detachment that you want in this movie in a way that 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 Spielberg can't do or hasn't been able to do. Right. Yeah. Because there, there were, there, there, there was, it was, there was, you know, you you want to feel sympathies in certain places, and it just, it didn't. It was kind of pulling you in some strange directions, and it, and it, yeah, it was just. It, it was. It was. It, I almost would say it was unsettling. It was kind of an unsettling movie. Just yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I, when when Kubrick died, that should have just been it. They should have just said, "Yep, we're done." That let's just let's just file this away with his Napoleon project. It's not. It's never going to. Yeah, probably done. probably nobody could have really come in because he was. Uh, really Paul Thomas Anderson totally could have come uh, in, and, and I think actually, he would have done a good. He job. actually would have. Right. I think he actually would have done a Kubrick movie because he did that with. Uh, um, there will be blood. That is, yes. You watch, there, there will be blood. Is a Kubrick movie. I'm like, yeah, you're I, yeah. 
I, I, I think I, so too. I can, I can I see so that. Too. Yeah, I, I just so watched too. that again a few months ago, just because that, I love Daniel Day Lewis. Just that's a great movie. Oh, well, yeah, that's that great. Oh my god, we gotta do Daniel Day Daniel Day Lewis Day. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. We do the the, the yeah. films of Daniel Day. I, I'd be into that. That'd be fun. Yeah, DLDD. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many great ones. Because he's just one of those actors who just doesn't right. let go. But I also I think uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is like that too. Like he's a director who loves movies and his is. I would do a Paul Thomas Anderson episode too, but it'd have to be two episodes. It would. Have to be for me to be four or five. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. Seriously, I really well, love we that got dude. time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get in depth into him, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah. His his movies, I, I really dig. Well, but I could also say that about Quentin Tarantino and you know, a lot of uh, people of our are in Tim Burton. I would go back and do a, an entire Tim Burton uh, podcast for two or three uh, episodes because. There's so many yeah. good things. I think he is a definition of a certain era, you know. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so is that it? Are we that gonna is, wrap it up for this? That is, yeah, we, we yeah, yeah, we we can't go anymore. We covered two thousand and two thousand and one. How and long was that, Gadfly? Three hours <laughs> and three hours and five minutes. And, and, <laughs> and, and two hours and fifty minutes was you speaking, uh <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't even get. Yeah. To, I didn't even get to thank you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say. Fucked up again. Eh, par for the course. That's not helpful. <laughs> but it's consistent. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're We've gonna been doing this too long for you to start doing your shit right, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jerry. Jerry. This is Jerry. Jerry. It's Jerry when he screws up. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get that straight. Gadfly good? Jerry. Jerry Gergich. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> he's, he's free. Prepare for the next step of human evolution. Psychedelic chemicals are not drugs in the usual sense of the word. I think that was the oh, wrong one. Oh, wow, what a fade. That, that was the wrong one. That was an abrupt fade. No, it's that was, fine. That was the wrong hey, where music. Where did you find this at, Professor? That was what the wrong music. I was last. That was uh, that was a uh, that was a time slip. Our listeners would never know the difference. Yeah, it was a time slip. Come on. We're just gonna start calling those geriatrics. That's what we're gonna do. I'm here for the atrics. Yes. Unsane Radio on Facebook. Uh, Tarn Feather Psycho Cinema on Facebook. Radio Unsane on Twitter. On Twitter. That's right. <laughs> uh, Tarnfeather.com. If you want to see any episodes of Tar and Feather, go to Vimeo slash Tar and Feather and you will see some Great crime stuff. episodes. Yes. And our website. Our website is going to win a Peabody. I just know. And I'm talking about 
uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes, yeah, speaking of Pete, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> yes, you can listen to us. Uh, yes, and Between the Lines. <laughs> between the Lines. <laughs> And it's funny, you know, we're talking about the 2000s because <laughs> that's when I came up with the idea for We Freaks, W-E-E-F-R-E-K-Z on Facebook's weekly webcomic, family-friendly, slice-of-life kind of stuff with circus freak children over here. Family friendly! Family friendly! Family friendly! Yes, we got to get Vic on uh, Heavy Metal Horror because I think Vic would be very, would be a very good guest. Yeah. Platform. Where are you stripping? Shays. <laughs> you know what I got? I got one final word. Time for a smash brother, brother. <laughs> Did I say that right or not? I, my brain. I'm not sure. <laughs> Time for a smash burger, motherfucker. There, I got it now. <laughs> An Oklahoma. Beginning, we're gonna do it at the end. <laughs> That's a keeper. <laughs>